So, hi everyone. My name is Jen Fry, and I am a Visioning Council member for the Organization of Nature Evolutionaries. And uh, it is, I'm so grateful to have you here, and I'd like to welcome you to our Becoming a Nature Evolutionary Teleseminar series, where we delve deeply into what it means to be a nature evolutionary through dynamic explorations into consciousness raising that is at the core of one's vision of a world where people and nature are co-creative partners and all life has the right to thrive. This call is being recorded and it will be available on our website, natureevolutionaries.com. So thank you um, to our members and donors for making today's call possible. And today's teleseminar is the spiritual co-evolution of hummingbirds and plants with Rocio Alarcón. Um, I'm sure we have a lot of people who are really excited to be here. And so I'm sure you already knew what this was about. Um, this is a somewhat new platform for us. So I just want to encourage you. Uh, Rocio is a fabulous speaker and really um, helps to get us in our heart space. So while we're listening, um, let's listen. And if you have questions at the end, you can put them in the chat box. But I find when people type in the chat box, it just draws us out. Um, so let's hold for later. Um, but first, let me introduce Rocio. So Rocio Alarcón is a world-renowned ethnobotanist and a corandera from a very long lineage of healers in Ecuador. She has worked tirelessly for decades to preserve indi indigenous cultures and land, both in the Amazon and the Andean community, uh, which is where she grew up. She is the co-creator of the Iamoe Center near the Asuni National Park, which is one of the most biodiverse places on earth. And it's here that she helps to connect scientists, healers, skeptics, and indigenous for learning, healing, and exploring the wonders of the Amazon. She, along with the artist Luisa Santiago Acosta, who I saw is on our call today as well, have um, they've recently released an oracle deck of hummingbird cards, um, which are really quite beautiful. And uh, this is to share the wisdom of Rocio's ancestors and particularly her granny. Her granny is a very special influence on her life. So in the introduction for these cards, I feel like Ro Rosemary Gladstar just really gives the best description of Rocio. So I'd like to read you a little bit from it. Rosemary writes, truly one of the most remarkable people I've ever known, and certainly one of the most gracious and gifted healers. Anyone who has ever traveled with Rocio or spent time with her in Ecuador has seen the way hummingbirds are attracted to her. She is like a flower in the garden, and they alight on her. If you would like to learn more about Rocio, you can visit her website, emoe.org, or uh, follow her on Facebook. And so, Rocio, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Good evening, everybody. And uh, I don't have words. This moment just, I, I, I feel the, the, the energy of all of, all of you. Um, and I feel incredible gratitude uh, about all my friends, Pam Montgomery, Jane Frame, April, well, many, 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 many sisters and brothers in, that make my life 
plenty of energy. And of course, I need to say thank you very much to your organization, Organization of Native Evolutionary. Thank you for your organization. I am here talking this night. And my gratitude always is here in my heart. I need to say thank you for Pan Montgomery leading and giving energy for me. And I didn't know that she was planning and, and with, with, with you, planning for the future, saying, come on, Rocio, you need to talk in the future. And here I am. I am here and ready to share the wisdom of my grannies. Thank you for all, all the sisters and brothers that are here this night, because we are going to learn together. That's the point. And uh, I, I prepare uh, two things. Number one is a ceremony for all of us because we are needing a ceremony in this special time. It's really a special time that the planet is suffering a transformation. And we can feel how the Mother Earth is moving now. And we say, hang on a minute, we don't know what is today. And suddenly some micro, little organisms are coming and trying to touch us. You know why? Because make us feel and make us to understand that we are so fragile like the other creatures in the planet. And we are in that evolution to understand that how fragile we can be and what will be in the future, the, the way to come back to nature. And based on that, I want to offer the ceremony for all of us will be a short ceremony using what nature is giving to us and what my grannies, they were using always, Palo Santo. This Palo Santo was harvested only last year when I went to the, to, the, to the province, to the dry forest where the little trees were waiting and the branches breaking. And, uh, and I didn't understand, I collect and probably was the last pieces that they were on the, on, the, on the floor and collecting with the local community. So now I want to offer to all of you, this Palo Santo was collected for the brothers and sisters of that forest. And of course, probably some hummingbirds were standing in this Palo Santo and we will talk about that, why the importance of that. And after we will talk about the hummingbirds and the flowers, how they can make love between them to make us feel so happy in the process of co-evolution. And I hope that we can join in the future to understand and to see what is our role in this process of co-evolution, spiritual co-evolution, what we need to do. So it's something, something new and I want to offer to your organization and to all the people who wants to join to create the path of the hummingbirds in America and to join through that path to protect the plants and to protect the hummingbirds for the future generations. So let's go to have the ceremony because I have only one hour. <laughs> And uh, let's go to call the spirits of the hummingbirds. And I'm going to use some of the seeds, as you know. I just love the Amazonian. The Amazonian, the center of, 
of the energy for our lungs. And we need to call this moment to this fantastic energy of the jungle Amazonian, called Amazonia. I don't know why they call Amazonia Amazonian, because when the conquistadores arrived, they put that name. But really, I found the native name from the forest into the Amazonia. And one day I'm going to write the name, already I share with some people, and I'm going to call the spirits of that female power that was living into the Amazonian. And you know what? They were using in the hair the most incredible exotic hummingbirds. And now I understand why. Because hummingbirds were giving the power for, for, the, for these incredible women who cared the forest, who cared the biodiversity. And I want to call those spirits that still they are there. And I'm going to call the main spirit that you can see as the Amazonian female, fantastic woman called Ayahuasca. For me, that Ayahuasca is the female protection for all the planet. They break the boundaries and went to all the planet. So I want to call that the spirit and all the spirits that are living in the Amazonian to protect us, to protect our lungs and to give us the most fresh, clean oxygen, because that was the role of that forest when the creation was done. The divine forces say to the Amazonian, come on, I want to see all of you producing the most fantastic oxygen for all the beings in the planet. And they promise and say, yes, we do. They are the guardians of the oxygen and we need this moment in our planet. Let's go to call them and to offer the Palo Santo. I will invite everybody to say Ayatung. Ayamiratunga Ayatung Ayatung Ayananawaska. Ayatung, ayatung. Nina aya, nina aya, ayatung, ayatung. Nina kuma, nina mama, ayatung, ayatung. Nina, nina, nina. Power of the Amazonian. Sachawarni, Sachawarni, Ayatung, Ayatung. I want to offer to all the spirits in the jungle the fire, the fire that we call Nina. Nina, the fire of our hearts as a gratitude to send us the energy of the forest. and offer to all my sisters and brothers who join to your organization this night or this afternoon in, in case of America, to be together and living in the moment in one single spirit, in one single spirit called, called spiritual co-evolution. We are in that process. Yes, we are. 
Araminga tu, nina sum, nina sum, ayatung, yakutung. Shoo! Wait a 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 wait Make the sounds that you want. Be wild animals, sisters and brothers. Woo! Thank you very much. Thank you. So thank now, you. please. Yes? I was just saying thank you. Thank you very much. You know, it's so difficult by soon. At the same time, it's so, so nice. But it's like you are talking with the walls. <laughs> but suddenly, when the energy is coming, I can feel the energy of all the people, the vibration, the frequency of the energy. And I'm learning how to manage by soon the energy of the people. We need to study a new shamanic process. And that is the truth. It's the new generation, the youngest. And I'm going to talk about the hummingbirds because they are in fashion. They came for this century and for this year, 21. And I think that my granny, she was already talking about the power of the hummingbirds and the speed of the hummingbirds. So let's go to, to talk about these creatures. And, and because I want to be in fashion, I would love to use a little PowerPoint in the beginning, if that is okay. That's fine, yes. I don't know how to manage that force. And I think that, okay. Sure. You're set up to share. You can hit share screen. Screen? Mm -hmm. Yes. And let's see. Okay. Share the screen and see. Just a minute, please. Yes. I'm sorry, I need to check my glasses because I get a little nervous and I, I don't know where I put my glasses. <laughs> and, okay, so the, the hummingbirds are so incredible creatures who are living in the middle of that, of anywhere. They, they are so powerful. And, and of course, um, we love hummingbirds. These creatures are living only in America. I'm afraid to say that it's not in Europe, it's not in Asia, but they live only in America. I think that these are a karmatic action. I don't know where are my glasses. <laughs> yes. Okay. Phew. <laughs> okay. So, um, so if I put your share screen, what should I do to, to see my 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 PowerPoint presentation. Let's see. Yes. I hope that everybody can see. Yes. It's okay? Yep. Phew. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go to see that Hummingbirds, 
can you see the first uh, the first um yes um we can see all of yours there you go <laughs> now I can see it. my god i'm dinosaur i'm sorry okay i wanted to put this picture because you don't think that they are amazing look the the beak of the hummingbird and the flower and i want to talk about that why how they suffer this transformation and so uh and that is the process of the coevolution. And I have another picture here. I'm sorry for my sisters. April probably is there. I put some of the pictures of my sisters because you can see the faces when the hummingbirds are touching them. They say, oh my God. And we go under the trance. Okay, so we are going to talk about these simple pictures and how is the process, okay? What is the content of this talk? Uh, of course, a concept of coevolution and description of the hummingbirds, America, the habitat of hummingbirds, and after we are going to move about the spiritual coevolution, a concept, a new concept about the spiritual coevolution with uh, between uh, hummingbirds and plants. The properties of the hummingbirds. What are those property, properties of the hummingbirds in the process of this coevolution? We will talk about the high frequency of energy. Of course, I love the, the words synergy and alchemy. They suffer the synergy and the alchemy. And we are going to see the results of this high frequency of synergy and what the, the benefits for humans. At the end of the day, always we are looking the advantage of, for us. And we are going to see where we are going to be in these uh, hummingbirds, plants, and humans where you want to be, what type of frequency, and we will have a little exercise, okay? Sorry, English is not my language, and let me know if I'm not speaking very clear, please. You're doing great, Rocio. Thank you. Okay, what is coevolution? And coevolution really is a very biological concept, you know? I'm afraid to say because I was studying bi biology for years, always all the time coevolution, coevolution, thousands of years in the period X, Y, whatever. So it's really a biological concept. But what is at the end of the day is a phenomenon of mutual evolutionary adaptation. When two creatures, meet in, in between uh, these two species. In this case, we are going to say a species of flora and a species of birds, of hummingbirds, yes? So two species fell in love. For me, that is the concept. One day when I was very young and a student, I say to my professor, my top professor, I say, I think that coevolution is when two species meet and make love. Okay, they put me out of the, cl of the class. But really the concept keep alive. And I think that that is the truth. What is the result of this influence? It's reciprocal. When the one species say yes, and the other say yes, and create a relationship. Example of that, we have pollinization, we have symbiosis, and we have many, many, many examples that you can find a big list really of coevolution. This relationship can produce modifications. When they have an agreement and they fell in love, this produce modifications in different parts, in their organs, in their DNA. Fantastic. 
So that is the coevolution, changing the appearance, uh, new adaptations, uh, new products, etc. So that is this, in simple words, coevolution, which is so complex. And of course, this is not from one day to another. This takes thousand million of years, like our mother earth is in her age, so mature. What is the benefit of this uh, coevolution? And here is a key point into the biology. It is a very important process, responsible, responsible of the big biodiversity in the planet. For God's sake, that is the amazing concept, producing changes in the planet and creating the most fantastic biodiversity. So when we destroy a, a, a species, we don't destroy only that species, we destroy all the process of the coevolution. But later we will see the spiritual coevolution, how we can destroy not only the material level, but other levels. Yes? This speciation of organisms, um, of course, face of a mutual agreement, acceptance, and transformation. In coevolution, all is very harmonic. Nothing is aggressive. All is very uh, friends, friendship, love. And uh, of course, if I will be in a session of uh, biology, we will have a long list of different names, different division into the coevolution, which is not the case. But if you want to know, you can find a lot of information about that. Okay, so you can see a picture of this fantastic acceptance between a hummingbird and the flower. How the, the peak of this fantastic hummingbird is exactly the same size, probably that the, the corolla of the flower. Fantastic. How, how in millions of creatures in the planet, the hummingbird and the flower say, you know what, I love you, here I am. Please, let's go to live together to change the planet, to create the biodiversity, okay? Let's go to move to see what are the hummingbirds. And probably everybody say, come on, Rocio, we know what are the hummingbirds. But you know, always is good to reinforce your concepts. And the hummingbirds, they are only in America. They choose that habitat. It's fantastic, I, I, I love these creatures. I think that we were so lucky as, the three Americas, the Caribbean, all that Americas, the little girls, they say, hey, we are here, come on, come here. And they went to live through the evolution, they went to live in America. And they, they call apodiformes, I don't know in English how I do pronounce that. Apo means they don't have feet. Of course, they have tiny, tiny feet, but they are not able to walk. They can only perch in the, in the branches and they don't walk just, they, they, they perch and they just moving high speed, yes? What is the scale, the size of these creatures? 15 centimeters to 4.8 or less centimeters. I saw in the Yasuni National Park when I was, well, I was very young, 20, 19 years old. I went to Yasuni National Park, believe me, one of the experiences that never, never forget was I, I saw a fantastic flowers there, pink flowers and all the hummingbirds, tiny like a flies, 
flying into the, into the flowers. And suddenly I was with some children and the hummingbirds just arrived to us and covering our bodies. I was in tears. And I say, my God, what is this? This is a miracle. And all the people think that I was crazy in the community because I was in me and crying like a man in the hummingbirds. I would say like 15 hummingbirds in my face, tiny, kissing me, and I feel the winds. My God, that is the power of nature for humans. So the size, the scale is it's in that range. Is the largest family of birds. Don't forget that. It's the, the biggest family based in the number of species. Yes? So you never forget that at the moment we have average 343 different species of hummingbirds. And you know what? My country that has almost the same size than Colorado has almost... 50% of the species of hummingbirds. In that tiny country, we have the biggest number of species of hummingbirds. And that is why we will talk about the spiritual energy in that country, the, 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 the brutal energy that you can find in that country based on the, the flowers and hummingbirds. What is other characteristic, so fantastic characteristic, the metallic iridescent uh, feathers? And when you think it's the only, only family of birds that keep uh, in the, the priests, is a type of prince into the feathers. Not all the birds have that. So when they move, the, the, the sun can, can trigger the energy into the, the feathers in prismatic, in fantastic iridescent colors. And we receive that energy. At the same time, they can fly big distances, like 3,000 uh, kilometers. And you have in the United States, the ruby hummingbird, right? I don't know how many kilometers, probably these big distances from Mexico, from Costa Rica to the north. Amazing. What is the main food? Nectar. Nectar, the power of the paradise. Nectar. And of course, some insects do have some protein, of course, because they fly like a crazy and they need energy all the time. Um, because they move from one place to another, they don't stop and they need big amount of energy. The movement, the movement of the of the feathers, the movement of the winds, it's so fast, they can be invisible. And some of them, they, they have like, a, they can move like 80 times per second. <laughs> Who can do that? Oh my God, I love them. This is the, the physical part of the hummingbirds. And, and you can see I put some of the beautiful hummingbirds and the iridescent uh, feathers and the movement of the, of the winds. Okay, habitat. Where we have flowers, they will be there. So for humans who love the hummingbirds, and we need to create gardens. We need to create gardens for hummingbirds. It's mandatory, especially people from America. I demand of all of you to create gardens for hummingbirds. You know what? One time, Pam Montgomery went to visit me, and I was needing help. I'm not going to say that story. But she created a garden for me in my flat, in the level 
tent and she created a garden. But what she didn't know, and I wanted to let her know that in that little garden in the corridor at that level, Hummingbirds went to visit me later when, because she put a beautiful flowers from, a, I don't remember the name of this, of this aromatic plant this moment, but she put some aromatic plants. And later the hummingbirds just flying there, the Coruscant's hummingbird, Pang Montgomery. It was there and her memory, her hands, I can see her energy, the combination with that hummingbirds and the flowers. Thank you. Tulsi, you put Tulsi, Tulsi seeds. And it was amazing, amazing. Still, I have some of that in my, in, in my flat. Gratitude. So she has that sense that the creating the gardens. And so even a pot is mandatory, a pot for the hummingbirds. Some species of hummingbirds visit altered areas, like you can find in the middle of the streets, some plants and hummingbirds visiting that areas. They are so simple, they adapt easily, but some of them, they live only in some specific habitats. If they don't have that habitat or we destroy the habitat, they will disappear. So some are very strict to some specific flowers for the coevolution. They are not to live if they don't have some specific flowers. Others, they adapt and uh, they, they are more social, I will say, and, and accept different flowers like eucalyptus. Eucalyptus is not from America, you know, the flowers of eucalyptus, they are not from America, that species. But even though the hummingbirds, now they, they, they visit the, the flowers of eucalyptus and with other species is the same. So that is the beauty of some of them, but others, they have very private, very private flowers. And here we have some of the examples. I put some heliconias and the other that is one of the seeds that are so magic, so magic with these uh, blue flowers. And they are unique and a specific uh, peak and a specific shape of the hummingbird to make love with the flowers. Look at these, other are so specific for this type of flowers. You can imagine the long peak to, 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 to touch the, the, the pollen, the nectar of these flowers, long beak. How they are doing that is the evolution and the colors. Here you can see usually uh, they are very important pollinators, especially flowers with long tubular corolla. You can see it's long and they have long beak always. You know, one, one of the things that really call my attention is how they can calculate the amount of sugar in a flower. How they can calculate that. And the information saying that if the flowers have less than 50% of sugar, they don't, they don't visit them. How they know that? If you have the answer, please let me know. And they consume, consume they need to eat a lot because they eat maybe five times their, their body weight per day. At the same time, they have the quality of, how say, hibernation. They can sleep, sleep and sleep. And the other point is that they can visualize the light waves of the close to the ultraviolet uh, light. So they have this, in the physical, they already manifest the spiritual qualities. 
So it's not difficult to understand the beauty of these creatures. And here we have these, these fantastic flowers. Can you see there this fantastic flower with the long, long corolla? And you will see the hummingbird that is visiting, the long, big hummingbird visiting that flowers. Okay, we saw some of the physical. Let's go to see, let's go to move to the spiritual characteristic between hummingbirds and plants. I'm not able to separate when I'm talking about hummingbirds, I need to talk about the plants, I need to talk about the flowers because they create something different. So in the process of a spiritual coevolution, hummingbirds and plants in that coevolution co of, of these uh, two species, different species, the qualities for each of the groups and the species, when they interact, when they accept this coevolution, when they say yes, all the time they generate a new energy. And that is for me the challenge. This new energy I call the synergistic energy. It's not, it's not anymore the, the energy of the hummingbird, it's not anymore the energy of the flower. They combine those energies and they produce as something new for the planet. That's number one. That's the, the, the one of the top characteristics. For me, this process I call the alch alchemical process that reminds by, by vibrating in nature. So this energy result of this coevolution, they lived in the nature. They live in the flowers because flowers, they can collect that energy. Hummingbirds are moving, but the flowers, they have the quality to collect and to man maintain in the seeds that energy result of that coevolution together. And this is the benefit for other, other beings in the planet, especially for humans. But we don't notice that, which is very sad. Uh, and this energy is living with the flowers thousands of years, thousands of years. So for some people who say, okay, well, the, 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 the hummingbirds and the coevolution is only for America. Uh-uh, not at all. And here is my, 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 I will say my theory talking about scientific person, but really I convinced because this is the result of my grannies. What I'm talking today is how my grannies saw the plants and they explain me. So, if this is the result of the coevolution, what is happening with the plants, let's say, in, 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 in Europe? And we have rosemary, for example. I'm going to give an example. We have rosemary in Europe, the beautiful rosemary. So if the conquistadores brought rosemary to Europe, to America, I don't know if in the United States, uh, rosemary is from, from United States. I don't know. In America, the conquistadores brought rosemary to, to South America. But let's, let's go to talk about these plants, rosemary, thyme, uh, different plants into the labiate family. If I'm saying that the evolution of thousands of years, the coevolution, and leave this legacy of energy, if you create a garden in Europe with rosemary, with thyme, all of them, the energy that the hummingbirds were putting in that plants through the process 
of coevolution is there. And you in, in Europe, you can receive the same benefit. And that is the magic, what the hummingbirds and the flowers were doing for us. Because I'm not talking about, about the, from one day to another. It's the energy that the plants have the quality and say, and say mm, I'm going to, to keep this for the future generations. I'm going to keep this energy. When the hummingbird was making love with me, that energy is there and beating all the time for all the creatures in all the continents. So when you put a rosemary garden, uh, all the, the mint family, let's say in, in UK or in Europe, the energy of the hummingbird is there as a result of the co spiritual co-evolution. Okay. So this was only a simple example, but let's go to move uh, for the next. Hummingbirds have the quality to transmute, to transmute, transmute from one dimension to another, as you notice. Excuse me, the last picture that you saw, did you see the last picture? I took that picture when the hummingbird appeared to me, just sending the light. And I was in the convent with the nuns and the nuns, they, they put a knee and they say, oh my God, that is the spirit, spirit saint. Espiritu Santo, Espiritu Saint. Four of us, we were watching how the, that hummingbird was spreading that energy for us. So I, I tried to, talk, to take the picture. I was in trance and I was, oh my God, because the, the light was coming and you can see the aura in, the, in, the, in that hummingbird. You, you can see the aura of the hummingbird. I don't know if you can see here, can you? That is the order of the hummingbird. Yes, it's beautiful. And we were in trance. The nuns, they, and I'm saying they were in me and say, my God, Rocio, what are you doing? Are you getting crazy? <laughs> and just the hummingbird. So they can do that. So they that is when they can move from one dimension to another. And here I have this other hummingbird in the same place. It was a magic place, really. When the hummingbird appeared, just moving the winds appear and disappear. So they transport and transmit high levels of energy, high levels of energy. Through what? Through the light, through the water, sounds, when they are doing the sounds of the winds or when they are doing the sounds calling, calling the other hummingbirds or the colors, of course. What, what incredible colors. The speed, and I'm going to talk about the speed. And you will say, are you crazy, Rocio? No, I'm not. The speed is for this century. It's for this energy that we are, all of us, we are living in high speed and the hummingbirds adapt for us with a high level of speed. These energies are, as I'm saying, are deposited in plants. And the plants can bring for generations, for thousands of years, that energy. And they are their uh, evolutionary co-partners. They, they are. They are co-partners in this process of co-evolution, spiritual co-evolution. Examples about that. Do the, to the speed of, the, of their flight, as you can imagine, sometimes you try to follow the, the speed of the hummingbirds. It is impossible. It's impossible. But we can, when they can visit us, we can see that the speed 
in, a, in this evolutionary period, thousands of different species of flowers can be visited by the hummingbirds. And that is the reason of the speed for me. Of course, the reasons maybe some biologists would say, ah, they need to eat, they are hungry. But for me, the role of the hummingbirds in the spiritual side was or is to visit the big amount of flowers, big amount of flowers, and, and to make love to live a different, different energy as, product, as, as the result of that relationship. So they want to leave the, the power for other entities, for other beings in the planet. And that is the reason for me of that, this high speed of movement. For each visit, they can carry so many qualities of the, into the diverse species of flora. They, they make a magnetic healing feel into the plants. They create together this magnetic field of energy for healing people. Sometimes when we pick one of the flowers, for example, when we pick the, as I'm saying, rosemary, I love rosemary, or brugmansias, the famous master plant, and we pick these flowers, the memories of the coevolution is there, and they can heal people, they can heal other uh, animals, other beings into the planet. They have the, the they, they have a big a big new property of energy that can be for healing people, can be for the aroma. Can you smell, I don't know, did you smell the aroma of the brugmansias? Of the, of this incredible, um, I don't know, you call, I call brugmansias, I don't know, you call trumpet flowers? It's so aromatic, probably it's because hummingbirds are visiting them, okay? So you see the benefits of these incredible creatures. Here is another example. I took this, humming, this picture when the hummingbird sent to us, to my students, and we were, we were just standing there, just watching this incredible hummingbird. And suddenly the, the hummingbird stand, stood up and sent us the, the, the ass of light. Can you see this transformation of the hummingbird? I, I was so lucky. I, I took the picture and all my students, they were in chance because they received the, 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 the ass of energy, the light that can transform ourselves. So the iridescent colors of the hummingbirds are left in the flowers, in each flower that they visit. And the range of frequency of high healing content into the flora is very wide and is very rich. This is, this is one of the examples into the labiate family, labiate family of mint flowers, because they have this aromatic and they have this incredible high level of healing process and qualities for healing people and healing other creatures. And we can, I can give you many, many examples of the plants that are or were visited by hummingbirds and how the qualities are so enormous. So I love this picture and you can see the, the energy in action, the energy of the other level, so rich. Of course, they leave the colors, they, they support the beautiful colors of the plants. This is one of the brugmansias that I was talking about. It is uh, this orange color and the hummingbird that is visiting this, this brugmansia is almost the same color. And some of these, you see these other um, flower, you know, 
perfectly well this flower. You know the properties of this flower, right? Is to make the people feel very relaxed. People in anxiety, you prepare medicine and the hummingbirds are visiting these, these flowers. Yes, it's one of the very, very medicinal, medicinal family of plants. You prepare a, a medicine, you prepare a tincture to make people feel relaxed. Passiflora, passiflora, passion flowers. Yes, hummingbirds love that passion, passion flower. Okay, what is happening with humans? All beings on, on the earth, we relate in different forms, styles and ways in our process of meditation or in our trips, spiritual trips going to another dimensions. So hummingbirds and the flowers, hummingbirds and plants can offer a wide range, a big range of, uh, of um, alternatives to go under these incredible um, ways of, uh, of, of going into these, these spiritual trips. I can see the benefit of this, of this uh, combination of this co-evolution between the, the hummingbirds and the flowers. I can see uh, the benefit in different levels for all, all the humans. If you like to relax and meditate very calm, you have that, you have that quality of hummingbirds. But for example, I put here one of the examples, the speed of movement of the hummingbirds is associated with some people, lo loves probably, is loved for some people that, especially young people, they like the action, yes? Remember, when we were very young, probably we didn't have communication like now, but young people, they like speed. So they can work with hummingbirds at that level of the speed and make the young people to feel so relaxed. The speed of the hummingbird make the people to feel so relaxed. So they can offer this energetic quality and to, to, to have the relaxation. That, that is the magic of the hummingbird. That is the beauty of the hummingbird that can make the young people relax, feel so relaxed through the high level of the speed that they offer in the, when they are flying. It is a challenge to, to, to admire their speed and the transformation that they suffer because that produces a hypnotic, hypnotic process and at the same time uh, bring the peace and people can go under the trance. At the same time, the other point is that hummingbirds are moving from one landscape to another landscape very fast. So if somebody feels so bored, they can work with hummingbirds because they can see the variety of landscapes. They can see the variety of flowers and feel relaxation. In some moments, hummingbirds can be invisible and people just focus to see where they are the hummingbirds and people begin to leave the now and forget the past and the future. So in this period that is so difficult for some people, the best gift is to be managed by the force of the hummingbirds for all these qualities, the color, the water, the, the speed, even how territorialistic they are because they protect the area where they are living. You know why? Because they protect the flowers. 
So it's an incredible, incredible relationship between them. Between them, when they love some flowers, they promise to the flowers to be protect their own territory, their own landscape, and the flowers accept because they want to be protected by the hummingbirds to be uh, to guarantee the the presence into the the landscape. So for us, it's a fantastic example of living in this spiritual co-evolution. Here I can see one of, the, of my friends, April and Renee and Liz. You can see their faces. They are under the chance. They have the hummingbirds in their hands. And they feel the energy. It is so amazing. Okay, here I have, I, I apologize, it's not a professional, but I wanted to present to you the beauty of these hummingbirds. And you can see the, the evolution in the long peak. Look, the long peak is not amazing, the long peak hummingbird and the beauty of the blue. So you can go under the chance. The speed of the hummingbird just call your attention. So that, that, that is the beauty of these, of these incredible creatures. So how, how we can obtain the energy of the hummingbirds? And sometimes uh, during my workshops in Ecuador, I offer to my students some necklaces. And probably um, we think that is whatever necklace and it's not. You can see how the, the hummingbirds, the necklace of the hummingbirds are charged with the energy of the hummingbirds. Why the hummingbirds stand up there and and just watching and charging with energy of the hummingbirds. Because we need that energy and we ask them, we can contact them and we can contact the flowers that where the hummingbirds are visiting and to pick that energy in the benefit of us, the energy of the plants and the energy of the hummingbirds is one alchemy, alchemy, special energy. Okay, and here is some of the, of the experiences and uh, when we talk about the, the relationship with the plants. Here we have the, the female power of the hummingbirds and thank you to my sister, uh, Luisa Santiago, she was doing the drawings and, uh, and we can see how the hummingbirds, the incredible power of the hummingbirds in each of the species and, and living with the plants according with the shape of the pig according with the color, with the energy and how the hummingbirds bring from one dimension to another the energy of the other dimension for all of us. So you can imagine when you are eating a delicious fruit, if that fruit was perched by hummingbirds, the energy of that fruit is different. When you are drinking a cup of tea, and it was a relationship between hummingbirds and flowers. You are drinking not only the property of the flower, but the new energy that hummingbirds and flowers create for us. And I think that is the coevolution between hummingbirds and flowers and plants. So uh, here I, I have one of the pictures and you can see me, I'm under the trance and one of the hummingbirds just kissing me. 
is kissing me and producing new energy in my body, recovering from different situations, toxicities or whatever we want to call, and the energy just coming into my body. And I invite all of you to enjoy and to, and to be happy with that energy. My question for all of you is where you are into this spiritual coevolution, where you are, what you want from the hummingbirds and the flowers. And if for a minute, we can just close our eyes and think in the hummingbirds. Doesn't matter the species, don't think in the species, but create, create one of the, one of the ideas of that hummingbirds and what type of flowers you want to keep with that hummingbird. Just for a minute, in a completely full relaxation. And let's go to call the spirit of the hummingbirds. Kinde Tsungana, Kinde Tsungana, I'm calling you. Sisa, Sisa, power of the flowers. Energy of the hummingbirds, you are with us. Where we as humans, where we want to be into the landscape, into the spiritual landscape. What type of energy we are needing? Probably you need the colors. Maybe you need the sounds of the hummingbirds. Or maybe you need the aroma of the flowers. Or the winds moving and producing the wind that we need to refresh our bodies and to breathe that energy of the hummingbirds. Or maybe we need to be protected under, under the, the, the territorial behavior of the hummingbirds. Maybe we need to be protected like the flowers. All together, three of us, our spirit, the hummingbird, and the flowers. Sisa king de tsungana waira to me. Ooh, waira 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 shoo. Waira 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 shoo. King de tsungana, king de tsungana. Guanto, guanto floripondio. Sisa power, power of the mother earth. You both together to feed my spirit and to heal our physical body and to bring my spirit to the other dimension. I want to see the mountains where are you living, hummingbirds. I want to see the urku, the mama, the yaya. I want to eat the nectar, power of energy 
to clean my cells. Guaira minga, nina tu, nina tu. Sacha mama, kinde tsungana, power of energy into the flowers. Feed me with that energy. Remove the toxicity of my cells and transform my spirit into that energy that is going to the other dimension. Wider, 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 Yakunina, Sacha, Sacha Mama, Inti, Inti Kinde. Pagarachu, gratitud. Thank you very much, sisters and brothers. Thank you very much to the Mother Earth, to the flowers that they were with us, bringing for us that energy. We are ready to create the path of the hummingbirds into America for the benefit of all the planet. We are ready to protect the energy into the flowers for the future generations. They deserve to have the most beautiful, the most beautiful flowers, plenty of energy. Thank you very much. Thank you, Rocio. That was really beautiful. Um, we're close to time, but maybe we could take a couple questions if anybody has some. And so if you do, you can feel free to either raise your hand or type them in the chat and Lillian will keep an eye out for us. Um, and in the meantime, Rocio, I just, I wanna thank you. Um, and, you know, I'm, you always put us in that little trance space and help us remember the, the magic of nature and the magic of earth and the beauty of the plants and the birds and help us go into that uh, dream time that expands our views beyond our current situation, reminds us of our potential. And I know you say in your healing work that the hummingbirds can affect our um, the electricity, the biochemicals of our brain, the electrical frequency of our brain and help us to shift neuro, um, neuro pathways and, and our frequencies. And um, so as I'm listening to you talk, I'm just thinking about all the times in which I've seen hummingbirds or other people saw hummingbirds. And I think it's an impossibility to see a hummingbird and not respond with awe and joy. And then, you know, what a gift that is for us to, that I feel like, um, one of their gifts is just helping us to come back into that, that place of magic that used to be the everyday place, right? This is, this is what your lineage is. I mean, when, we, when we're in the Amazon, when we're in the Andes, we can, we can touch that magic that's just everyday life where we know about that relationship with all beings. And I feel like that is maybe one of the gifts of the hummingbirds. Um, Yes, feel yes. free to say something to that. 
Yes, I, I need to say thank you to my grannies, great grannies and grannies, really. And uh, because they, they were putting the seed in my heart. And for the people who visit the town of my granny, you saw the most incredible brugmansias and guantos that they put there, only for the hummingbirds, for the long big hummingbird. And she say, that long pig can, can heal your brain. Mm. And, and I, I was healed by that hummingbird. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I'm the witness of that. And of course, grannies, they manage the art of talking with the, with the women, with the hummingbirds. Mm. And I was so shy to, to do this type of things until somebody kicked my, my bottom, I'm sorry. And, and that is when I, <laughs> I decided to produce the oracle of the hummingbirds in the name of my grannies. Well, all good things and right timing, right? So thank you. It feels, it feels really important, the timing of it, because this was coming out right as the pandemic was happening. And so it's like we, more than ever, we need that message of hope. And so it, perfect timing. Um, so can you please share with our listeners how they can find your Oracle cards, where they could get them? Yes, that, that is, as you know, that is a challenge in my life, but all is a miracle of the Lady of the Hummingbirds. I don't know when you saw the, 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 the Lady of the Hummingbirds in the, in the well, uh, I, I have here, um, yes, she made the decisions for us. And Luisa, I don't know, Luisa is there, the lady, she was doing the, the drawings in a record of four, four months in the first time of the pandemic situation and I was I think that the lady of the hummingbirds put me in jail to finish this project <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well I, I'm not advertising but really uh, these cards this is the first edition and really they are charged uh, as I'm saying in in the, the middle of the of the world they were made in Ecuador handmade and after with the guy who was doing the 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 print and all of that, he he was he said, I need to say yes for all the things that you are doing because I went to the shop, it was empty, nobody there because the pandemic. And I say, do, do you do print? And, she, and he said, yes. And I didn't have idea about design. Suddenly in two days, I was sitting with the people there with all the boys there sitting and leading the design. Luisa sent me the drawings, the pictures, fantastic pictures. And I said, no, I want this and this and this and do. I was sitting there from, not from zero working with them. And after I said, let's go to bring the cards to the botanical garden, which is in the bag. And they said, for what? I said, let's go to do a ceremony. And we were doing ceremony and charging the cards with the hummingbirds in that garden, in that flowers. So they say, but it's going to rain. It's going to rain. I say, no, I'm following what the mother of the hummingbirds say. So we were dancing in the middle of botanical garden. Then got the director there. Nobody was there. And she said, come on, Rocio. She's really, she's my cousin. And she said, come on, Rocio, go in. And I was empty only for us. And we put all the cards and charging and doing the limpia. I have pictures doing the limpia. And after going to the shop, putting there and cleaning the space to, 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 to maintain the cards with that energy. So I have my own cards and I say to my children, I don't want, I don't want other cards. I, I, these are charged with the energy of the middle of the world, with the plants. We saw how the spiritual relationship 
So with that plant and hummingbirds were there flying, different hummingbirds. I have the coruscan, one of the hummingbirds coruscan flying there in the long tail, the long tail dancing because the colors called, called the attention. It was amazing. So they are charged. We have 750 cards in Ecuador, but believe me, the first trips to Ecuador, it was a miracle. People who arrived, Rocio, I'm here, and for some reason they brought and they brought. So now Julio, the owner of the shop, he say, I will go to whatever place in the planet. I'm ready to travel. And he's going to travel to go exactly to the house of Luisa and she will be in charge with Mercedes, the sister, and the soul and other people. And I hope that Rosemary too, is, um, Helen is going to help and other people. To, to have the cards. Probably the cards will be there in, at the, in the middle of March. And please, if you want to buy, please help us because that is the base to create the first, the first part of the path of the hummingbirds in America. We need to do together. Even if you don't have a place, a pot in your, in your flat, like Pam Montgomery was doing for me in the, a pot when the hummingbirds will come. And that will represent the freedom, the freedom for all of us to walk in America and to spread that energy in all the planet. Please, please, please. Our ancestors, the indigenous people, they were the followers of the hummingbirds. The Aztec, the Maya, the Incas. I, I am mestizo. I'm mestizo and I came from the indigenous and the indigenous side, they put the trees and they are waiting. All of us, we need to do that in America to protect our planet. And people from Europe and other continents, you can put the flowers because the energy is there, the energy of the members. Thank you, Rocio. Um, so Thank you. March, you can buy the cards. Luisa or with Mercedes will be the ready. Okay, so um, we can share, we'll share Luisa's email address. Luisa, you can feel free to unmute yourself if that's not okay or put in the chat, but we'll share your email address on um, both our, the website and Facebook. So you can mm -hmm. find out. Um, yes, and I can, you can share mine. I'm Mercedes in Massachusetts. I'm in Florida. And as soon as Julio arrived to my home, then I can uh, send the message. And then I'm gonna travel to Deb, to Deb's home also. So she's gonna have some and she's gonna sell them also through Avina. Great, yeah. thank you, Luisa. So this is the artist, Luisa, say hello. Well, <laughs> thank you for your beautiful artwork. Here, Deb. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>, Deb. <laughs> He's joining through my phone. <laughs> we have to be thankful to technology. <laughs> I, I really have a question. Um, I saw some of the pictures had the hummingbirds coming to feeders. And I asked a question because all my neighbors have feeders with sugar water in it and it attracts so many beautiful hummingbirds. But I am shy about putting up a feeder because I feel like feeding them sugar water somehow harms their relationship to the flowers. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? 
is for me the question. <laughs> so what, how do you feel about um, using the sugar feeders for hummingbirds? Is that a, a good thing to do or does that harm the relationship with the flowers? You know, how best can we support the hummingbirds? That's a very good question. And really, I don't want to, to, to judge the effort of other people, but I will say that in the project that I'm talking about, um, I want to put uh, plants and that is the challenge. We need to put the flowers. We need to create a garden covering hummingbirds. But in the, in, the, in the short period, they need food. They are disappearing. We cut the forest in Highland and we have some species. They discovered only three years ago the new species, which I was waiting to put into the list, these new species. And what we are going to do, they are going to disappear. If they don't have sugar, they die. If they don't have pollen, they died. So we need, it's like an emergency. For me, I can see that it's like an emergency moment and we don't have choice. So it's a challenge for all of you who are, who join in this meeting to be part of this project, if you don't mind, and to create the gardens, put the hands into the mud, put the plants there and call the power of the hummingbirds and they will be there. In my cards, I write at the spiritual side to contact the hummingbirds and in the physical, I say, put the flowers. And you can see in the, in the front of, the, of the, the, the hummingbird, but in the back, I wanted the flowers, the flowers that they love. And you can see so simple flowers. And one of the things that really I, I want to give as an example, the, 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 the Kew Botanical Garden, how, how fantastic with all the energy of the hummingbirds there because they brought, they have many, many plants that the hummingbirds love. And when I'm going there, I can feel the energy of the hummingbirds, the legacy, the spiritual legacy. So for you, Rhonda, that you ask about the feeders, I think that this is an emergency this moment, but in the future, it's our responsibility to put the flowers. Please, please, please. But because at this moment, if we don't put something, they are going to die. The species are going to disappear. They are so fragile creatures. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today, Rocio. I know you could talk for weeks because I've spent weeks with you and I always still want more. So um, for those of you who feel the same way, please do check out Rocio's um, website, EMOA. It's spelled I-A-M-O-E dot org. And when we can travel again, I'm sure Rocio will be happy to bring groups both to the Amazon and to our granny's land and Nona where the hummingbird is, hummingbirds are. Um, and also uh, follow her on Facebook. You can, that's a great way of connecting with her now. She's becoming very technological. Um, <laughs> so, Rocio, is there any, would you like to do a closing prayer? Is there any last words you'd like to say before we close? Thank you very much to all of you. Thank you very much to my sister who, who are the support in this project because all together, all together we can, we can create wonders. This is not a single person. This is not a single energy. It's only one idea. And, and when, when this is a community, it's our, it's our. And I think that this is the co-evolution between humans, working together, working together. And the dream, the dream for sisters and brothers 
is the path of the hummingbirds to find our freedom. And our freedom is when we have peace in our heart. And don't, don't worry for whatever is happening in the planet this moment. What is done is done, but the mother earth is there. The hummingbirds are there, the flowers are there, and we, we are there into the mother earth. Thank you so thank much, you. thank you. Thank you, Rocio, really, thank you. And thank you to all of you who joined us today. Um, please also join us March 14th for our next teleseminar, which is relationship with nature, unlearning and relearning at the intersection of, of theory and practice with Nadine Cantor Barnacle. You'll be able to find this recording as well as our other teleseminars on our website, natureevolutionaries.com, as well as on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Uh, while on our website, of course, please press that donate button for your donations help us to continue to do our work of creating educational opportunities and listening to and building relationships with the living earth. And if you're not a member of one, please join us. You can do that on our website. Um, as a member, you will receive access to our private members only platform, members events and classes, as well as discounts on classes and more. And so until next time, I wish you all peace and um, blessed journeys. And may we dream with these sweet little hummingbirds, even though where I am, it's cold. So for the rest of you in the little winter, let's just remember that it won't be too long until those hummingbirds are gonna make their long journey up to us. So um, dreams of hummingbirds and thank you everyone. <laughs>